Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Friday, February 19th. We made it to the end of the week. I am excited. I am Josh Engelman, by the way. What's going on? To make sure everything's looking good here. I think we just need to make a little bit of a tweak and we're good. I think the microphone should be good. I checked it to start the day, so it should be fun. We are here to break down rotations, projected minutes, update rates for usage and assists and all that other good stuff for Friday's nine-game slate. I hope Someone found success on yesterday's three-gamer. I know that I didn't, uh, although Norm Powell was fantastic, and I got off to a decent start. Uh, Chris Middleton kicked me in the junk. Tyrese Halliburton kicked me in the junk. And uh, that was that. But those are three-gamers for you. you. You don't have as much wiggle room. There are specific keys to the castle, and if you don't have them, you're not sniffing the top on a three-gamer. You can make it work on bigger slates. Morning, everybody. Excited to break this one down. Uh, nine, nine game slate, pretty much perfect. So that'll be, it should be fun to do. It should be fun to work our way through this. Already at 45 people, 28 likes. It's a great, great start to the night. If you ever hear me say that Middleton is better than Butler again, you're calling the proper authorities. Well, get used to it because it's still true. Absolutely still true. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, Caruso. I mean, point guard was just terrible. Caruso, terrible. Uh, Corey Joseph, terrible. Everything was terrible. Yeah, I ended up getting to a quite a bit more Kelly Olynyk uh, after the Dennis Schroeder news. I was able to move some stuff around. Um, same for Bielitsa, obviously, but just brutal. Uh oh, I'm losing this stream. We might drop the stream before this is over, so keep your eyes peeled for that. If we do, uh, just stay tuned to the awesomeo.com YouTube channel because we will get to a new link. But I have dropped a couple of frames out of the gate, so I just want to put that out there now just so people can be prepared. All righty. Well, we have, uh, we have nine games, and I think it would be best if we just dove right in and we started with the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks still have DeAndre Hunter out, Bogdan Bogdanovich out, Chris Dunn out, Rajon Rondo out. This is going to be pretty, pretty normal as far as I'm concerned. Um, thanks for your content, Josh. The Process Strategy Show Live Before Lock. You've won me a lot more money. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Ryan. Thank you for being here. Yeah, Middleton, uh, I don't think that he should be starting, but he's a no-brainer lock for the All-Star game. It, he should be starting over Bradley Beal, though. But that's not at all what I actually think should be happening. All right, here we go. Atlanta. Uh, I assume that this is going to be mostly spot on. I have Brent minutes going to Brandon Goodwin. He doesn't appear to be in the rotation anymore. But who is? Who's getting those minutes? All right, so Cam Reddish is back up into the 30s. So let's do that. Skylar Mays' minutes are fine. Gallo's minutes are fine. Pella's minutes are not fine. Go to 30 there. John Collins' minutes are fine. Herder's minutes are fine. Where are these minutes going? Oh, Tony Snell. That makes way more sense. So let's get Brandon Goodwin out of there. Let's give these to Tony Snell. So who's the backup point guard? Who was the backup point guard in the most recent Hawks game? Does anybody know? Let's get some background music going, too. There we go. All right, let's see. What, what in the world? Like, why is... All right, Trey Young came off. Who's playing point guard here? So we've got... Sky, is it Skylar Mays? Do I just not know what in the world a Skylar Mays is? Yeah, it's Skylar Mays. That's easy enough for me. I thought Skylar Mays was bigger than that. Apparently not. So that makes things a little bit easier. Okay. That's easy. Skylar Mays at 16 minutes might be a little lofty of a goal, but I think we'll be okay. Morning, everybody. Happy to have everybody. We're going to take a coffee sip in a second once we put Atlanta down. Um, I'm just going to take those four minutes there. Give them the Tony Snell. And now I'm just one minute over, which I will take from Solomon Hill. 
Atlanta done. That one's easy. Bam Branch, how do you come up with your projections? Man, you're watching the show for it. Like this. <laughs> like just like this. All right, Atlanta, Trey Young, John Collins, Clint Capella, Kevin Herter. Not much else going to be here. Would have thought that Cam Reddish might have made an appearance. 4,500 on DK, but no dice. Josh, can you get Kayla on the show? I don't get the sense that Kayla's going to be trying to get up at 6.30 in the morning to do the process show with me. Just a guess. Just going out on a limb. But we'll see. Yeah, so not nothing too crazy for Atlanta. Trey Young, John Collins, the only two that stand out. Clint Capella, though, on DraftKings for 7,200. He is quite underpriced, especially against Boston. They that's not a, that's not a terrible spot for him. Man, I, why am I dropping all these fuck frames? Hmm. We are going to lose this stream at some point in time, folks. I know it's coming, so just be prepared for it. All right, we're on to Boston now. One team up, one team down, which means I'm going to take a quick water sip. And now, here we are. It's Friday. We made it through the week. It's been a long one, but, you know, we'll be back again next week. But let's start our final day off right. Cheers to you guys. Enjoy a nice cup of coffee or whatever it is that you do to start your morning. There we go. Let's do it. So on to Boston. Do we have any major news for Boston? I guess I got to put Kemba Walker back in. Kemba in, Marcus Smart out. Jalen Brown, Q tag. Tice in. So we need to get Kemba back in, so we need to start from scratch. So we get Kemba in which means Peyton Pritchard down to backup plus a little bit roll. Call it 22. We've got Tice back in potentially. We'll give him 27. We'll give Tristan Thompson 21. Yeah, uh, Celtics have the opportunity to be really weird today, uh, depending on who ends up sitting out. If Tice has, to... well, it's just it's just Brown, right? Yeah, Brown's the only Q tag. Brown's the only Q tag, so that would get a little weird, but nothing too too crazy. Man, this is going to be really annoying if we just keep dropping frames like this. Problem is, there's nothing I could do to stop it. Not now. All right. So Grant Williams took one day out of the rotation, came back, played 22 minutes. That's always great. I'm just going to assume that he plays his normal run once again and gets minutes. But shout out to Norm Powell. Yeah, Norm Powell was lethal last night. All right. So we'll give Jalen Brown 36 minutes. We'll give Jason Tatum 36 minutes. Both of those things we know are happening. Uh, Semi Ojale has been playing pretty sizable minutes as of late. Last time everybody was healthy, Semi played 30 and 30. 
So hard to not think he plays like 28 minutes. So that's fine. Making moves here. Neesmith is going to be the other guy. He's probably going to play like 20 minutes. So let's just give him those minutes now. We're going to have leftover minutes for somebody, whether that's Javante Green, probably Grant Williams. But we'll see. So let's move 22 of these minutes here, 14 here. We'll move 16 of these minutes here. Leave 20 here. Bang. All right, so we have 18 minutes left to go for Boston. What would be the best outlook here? Grant Williams back in the rotation getting 18 minutes. Javante Green also getting minutes, but I, I assume with Kemba back, that sort of just nerfs itself. So I think I need to give him the Grant Williams. So we're going to do 17 here, 1 here. And then done. That should be Boston. So let's update their rates now with Kemba. And this is the worst part uh, when guys are fluctuating in and out of the lineup and you have to make these changes over and over again. All right. So let's take Marcus Smart off the floor. Good eye. Mr. Robert Williams. Very good catch to uh, Philip Sharp. Philip, I missed Robert Williams. That's a great eye. A very good eye. I've been too worried about the stream. So we got to give Robert Williams another twelve minutes. So real, who is taking this haircut then? Who was who had not been playing that is playing? Aaron Neesmith is supposed to be in the lineup. So someone's someone's getting pinched here. Aaron Neesmith is the person that's throwing it off. Which means someone needs to take a pretty sizable haircut. But Grant Williams played big minutes this last time out. Is that just because of Tice out? It must be. So let's just make that five and then move forward. I like it. That's fine. Gave Robert Williams the minutes. Cut them back down off of Grant Williams. Now, Teague's already out of the rotation. All right. Marcus Smart off. Jeff Teague off. I guess Grant Williams off. I guess that's what we have to do. It'll be about close. So, Daniel Tice usage 10.8 in this scenario. Well, that's not happening. We'll go to 13. Jalen Brown is at is going to be at 30 and a half. Jason Tatum is going to be at 30 and a half. Kemble Walker is going to be at 30, but I think that's probably a little high. So, let's go 28 and a half. Peyton Pritchard probably needs to be lower. Robert Williams doesn't really matter where his usage comes in. Semi, fine. Tristan Thompson, 
all that should be fine. So let's take a look at Boston now. Boston, Kemba Walker, 6,200 on FanDuel. We're doing this again. Uh, Jason Tatum, 9,400 on FanDuel. Second favorite play there, at least right off the bat. Then Jalen Brown is third. Those are really the only three guys I have my eye on. Not too much to like from Boston out of Tatum, Brown, and Kemba Walker. So we're on to Chicago now. Man, I feel, I really feel like I can't get the Chicago team right on a week-to-week basis or day-to-day basis, I guess. Do they have any new news? By the way, 95 viewers, 61 likes. You guys are doing fantastic. All right, so still no marketing, no Porter, no Hutchison. Uh, we do have no Adam Makoka as well. Not that that matters to me in any way. But let's break down Chicago. So if we break down Chicago, most of this is, again, going to be fine. Patrick Williams did see a slight minutes bump up. I left him at 30, so I'm feeling comfortable there. Uh, Archie and Luke Cornett both get stupid little minutes. Thomas Sadoransky, Denzel Valentine, normal. Wendell Carter Jr. played 27 minutes. Okay, that is very relevant information. So... He needs to get projected for more minutes. If he's back playing 26.7, they didn't go to OT, right? No. No reason to suspect that he plays anything other than 26 minutes. I know that he was out for a while, but, I mean, those minutes just have to be there. Which means I need to take four of them from at least the Unicornet. Kobe White, minutes were down a little bit, but still, you know, 33 a game is fine. Garrett Temple just playing monster minutes right now. I have him in for 30, but that even feels a little ridiculous. So I'm going to give him two more. So I'm going to give him the 32. All these rates should be fine, though. So if we move to Chicago, because I don't think it's going to take much here. uh, Yeah, I really think Wendell Carter Jr. might get slept on today. At least from the jump. We'll see if people make changes. Zach Levine, 9,500 and 9,300. 9,300 on DraftKings actually standing out as a really nice price tag. Uh, Chicago against Philly, uh, like the matchup too for him. Kobe White, a little bit of value. I actually thought Wendell Carter Jr. would have even more value, but he's priced up. 5,900 on FanDuel, 5,200 on DraftKings. Even if he plays 26 minutes, he's uneventful. So this is mostly Levine and Kobe White. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that's Chicago for you. Three games down already. Coffee time. So 
it's been like two weeks since you tore Thad Young to shreds. Somehow he's still doing what he was doing then. Did he somehow have a renaissance? So, for the past month, Thad Young has been at 1.22 fantasy points per minute. Yeah, that's a, a pretty healthy rate. Um, I just assume that that will normalize back down to the 1.03 rate that he normally has. But it might be a slightly new little skill set and mild change in the way that he's being used by Billy Donovan, but it's not something that I'm reading into all that much. Maybe he's playing a little bit harder because he wants to get traded because I would expect Thad Young to want to be on a uh, on a contender too. You know, injuries have helped. No Porter, no marketing. and he gets to do a little bit more. All right, on to the Hornets. Wait, is this game... Is this game really on the slate, Charlotte and Denver? It is, right? This isn't like a canceled game. I can't keep track of who's like who's playing real games and who's not today. Okay, so this game doesn't exist, right? Hornets-Denver is a fake game. No, it's real. It's real. Where is this game on my schedule? Denver's playing Cleveland. I have that here. It doesn't even show up on... If you search NBA on... uh, Just in Google, that game does not show up on the schedule for today. Is that the issue, that the game is not on the slate? No, the game's on the slate. It's definitely on DraftKings. And it's definitely on FanDuel. Weird. Weird stuff. How many games are actually on the slate? Is it 10? Guys, you're saying it's not on DK. I'm looking at the salary file right now. Oh, that's Denver and Cleveland. Oh, Okay. Well, let's hunt down the real answer to this question then. Denver-Cleveland is the game that's showing up in the DraftKings salary file. Also showing up on FanDuel. But this game is Charlotte-Denver? Okay. Let's pull this up. Because that's tricky. Yeah, I agree that there are nine games. Or at least I thought I agreed there are nine games. So Denver-Cleveland... Is on the schedule. I have it in my in my schedule as Charlotte, Denver. So I just need to turn Charlotte into Cleveland. Is that what I'm understanding? I guess that's right, right? And that game doesn't even show up. Okay, Nuggets, Cleveland. Got it. So Charlotte is the issue here. Charlotte has become Cleveland. Ooh, boy, what a journey that just became. All right, so let's let's update my schedule. Bada bing, bada boom. We'll stop projecting Charlotte, and then we'll project Cleveland. Yeah, Charlotte because of COVID. Got it. We're good now. We're good. We got it. That's really, really confusing.
keeping track of that when you're not like thinking about it is not easy at all. All right, so for the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are taking on the Denver Nuggets, now that we get that right, and let's be clear here, guys, it's 6.51 a.m. Of course, this stuff is not coming to my brain immediately. We, uh, it's a tricky spot when this stuff's going on. All right, so no Love, no Drummond, no Nance, no Prince, no chance in hell, I guess. All right, so yeah, we need to make a couple minutes tweaks, but this one's going to be kind of a no-brainer. All right. Is Dylan Windler out? I want to make sure I don't miss that. Dylan Windler is in, so that's good. Let's just start this Cleveland rotation from scratch. Darius Garland at the helm, 35 minutes, done. Backup point guard going to... Colin Sexton, I guess. So, Sexton, 13 here. I mean, he's just playing 36 minutes, isn't he? Yeah. 13, nope, 23 here. Jared Allen is conceivably going to have to play 30 minutes. JaVale would play all of the backup run. Let's go 31 and 17. Been snapping. What up? So the four here is going to be, I guess, Chetty. So we'll call that, what, 33? Yeah, that works. Could certainly be more. Um, Dean Wade, Lance... Lamar Stevens. I almost said Lance Stevens. That would have been a different person. Uh, Isaac Okoro just needs to get the gigantic-ass minutes that he gets. Huh. Hasn't been gigantic-ass minutes as of late. Uh, I'll give him 28, I guess. 29, since people are out. Damian Dotson. Going to play about 20 minutes. Uh, who else do we need? So we need Lamar Stevens and we need Dean Wade. They're the last two guys that need to go in here. So Lamar Stevens, Dean Wade. Dean Wade has been playing significantly less. Lamar Stevens significantly more. Stevens is going to be at the three-ish. So I think Lamar Stevens playing like... 20 minutes is realistic. Oh, I still got to give Windler minutes. That's really where I'm missing. Dean Wade probably taking that haircut. So if we give... Yeah, I like the look of that. There we go. That's not too bad. I don't know. Should Windler be playing more? Does it even matter? Yeah, Windler needs to be playing a little bit more. So I'm going to take 16 down to Lamar Stevens and get Dylan Windler to 23 minutes. And I'm going to take one minute from Damian Dotson and give that to Dean Wade as spillover. Um, 
I'm happy to be up doing it this early, man. Absolutely. Did I go over Philly? No, we, we go in alphabetical order here. Make it easy. All right, so I think that's probably fine. These rates are also uh, where they need to be. I don't really have to make many changes here just because these are the same rates as uh, the previous game. So let's go to Cleveland. Darius Garland, 5,400 on FanDuel, 5,400 on DraftKings, my favorite option. $4,200 Chetty is going to be a, a really nice value. Um, Sexton, Jared Allen, both look good. Those four guys, Garland, Allen, Sexton, Osmond, uh, that's a pretty good core for Cleveland today. Even though they're massive dogs against Denver. All right, let's keep it moving now on to Denver. Denver taking on Cleveland, which we learned on this last one. Had to get there eventually with uh, the logic and reason. No Gary Harris. He's out already? Good God. Will Barton, Q-Tag, no Millsap. Still no Dozier. All right, so Gary Harris was back for a day. Now he's gone again. Will Barton appears to be back, so we're going to need to give him minutes. So I need to just take everything out of Denver and do the damn thing. So Jamal Murray, 35 minutes. Nikola Jokic, 36 minutes. Um, backup point guard will be Facundo Campazzo. He's not going to play all that much. If Will Barton is back, we'll get... How long has Will Barton been out? Good. So we'll get Campazzo back to about 20 minutes, which will allow Monty Morris to play his sort of normal 24 minutes, which will allow me to give Will Barton his normal massive run. We'll go to 34 on Barton, which will free me up to give 30 to Michael Porter Jr., And then Jamichael Green will continue to play about 29 minutes. Man, Denver really comes together pretty easily. I still haven't given minutes to RJ Hampton, which are down. Uh, who am I missing? So does Hartenstein play? Yeah, probably. Hartenstein probably getting a couple minutes. Is that it? Okay, so I got to give RJ Hampton like 12 minutes. I still have 11 to go. Oh, Zeke Naji. Easy. Bang. All right, got to fix these rates because these are with like Gary Harris in and Will Barton out and all that other nonsense. So let's fix Denver. You think Jared Allen can hold his own against Joker? I don't think anybody can really hold their own against Joker. That's neither here nor there. All right. What else we got here? So those guys. Oh, yeah. PJ Dozier. God. Denver walking wounded right now. Tough one for them. Do I ever sleep? Let's see. How much sleep did I get last night? I like checking this out. I got six hours and 31 minutes of sleep last night. not bad 
Not bad at all. All right, these rates should be largely fine. I just need to take Marcus Howard off the floor. Lorenzo is pretty much right. I don't really sweat stuff. Although I have been watching, or I have been sweating a little bit more. Um, I've mentioned it on a couple of streams, but we had uh, one of my college roommates moved in with us for the next uh, two months or so. So we have been up a little bit later into the 10 o'clock range, post-final post lock, watching a little bit of basketball. Nothing too crazy, though. That's because I got to get up. I get up at 5.15 to do this show. I, it has to be one side or the other. Um, all right, so Jamal Murray, assist rate 26, or usage rate 26, so we'll go 25. I don't want to go too high. Otherwise, it's going to be a problem with the amount of Jamal Murray I get. Michael Porter Jr., 23% usage. We'll make that 22. Jokic, 34% usage. We'll make that 33. Assist rate is 11.7. At the very least, we'll make it 10.7. Rebounding rate, 5.8 and 10. I'm going to keep most of that as well. Will Barton, 19% usage rate. That's fine. We'll get to Jamichael Green at 16.5. And Monty Morris at 18 done that is what denver will look like for today which means ooh, big time run on nikola Jokic, 57.1 fantasy points is that am i way too high i don't think so really like Jokic here really like Jokic. i'm very heavy on Jokic today 10-6 on fanduel 11k on DraftKings. i think he's well worth the pay up price Porter, we're doing that again at 5,500 on FanDuel. Uh, 6,100 on DraftKings for Porter is totally fine. Jamal Murray on both sites, slightly better on FanDuel at 7,500. And then Will Barton, 5,200 and 5,600. Do I have Will Barton over projected? 0.81 fantasy points per minute? I don't think so. Will Barton is a potential mid-tier value play. That's where we're at for Denver. Moving it along. Detroit Pistons. Blech. Don't really want to talk about this team. Tired of talking about this team. No Blake, no Killian Hayes, Seku, Saban Lee, Frank Jackson, all questionable. Most of that doesn't matter. Who does the showdown breakdowns and advice? I have no idea. Emac, maybe? I really don't know for NBA. We don't really, I don't feel like we push it all that much. Um. All right, so let's move it on to Detroit which I think is probably going to be largely where I want it to be. Jeremy Grant at 36 minutes. DeLon Wright playing big minutes. Man, I nailed that game. Oh, Mason Plumlee back at 33 minutes. I have him at 30. That seems like enough. Isaiah Stewart just playing the opposite side of that. Josh Jackson minutes look fine. Sadiq Bey minutes look fine. Fee's minutes look fine enough. Wayne Ellington's minutes look good. I don't have much to change. Yeah, I assume I'll like Grant again, too. I don't have any real rates to change for Detroit. This is the same game. Josh, how would you explain a model to someone that has never heard of them? And do you, can one use it for things outside of DFS? I mean, a model is just a generic term for how you generate your projections. Uh, no, I can't use my NBA model to, I don't know, like plan my car maintenance. It's just uh, 
You're boiling a, a, a basketball player down to how many fantasy points does he score per minute and how many minutes do you expect he's going to play? Whatever sort of details you want to add to that to make it more complex, you can do that. Yep, going straight back to Jeremy Grant, 7,600, 7,500. Had a monster scoring performance, did very little else. Let's hope that that can change at least a little bit. Um, DeLon Wright looking pretty good, even better on DraftKings at 6,100. And then Mason Plumley at least a little bit at 6,800 on both sides. Those are mostly the only guys that I'd have some interest in. Um, Josh Jackson, okay at 5,700 and 5,900, but nothing too crazy. Not a great game. On to the Warriors. And this is going to be Draymond Q-Tag, right? But I don't think that's going to matter for what we're trying to do. Yeah, Draymond Q-Tag, everybody else out. We'll have to pay close attention to whether or not Draymond gets ruled out. If Draymond gets ruled out against Orlando, oh baby, is it going to be Nikola Vucevic time? It might be Nikola Vucevic time anyway, but if the starting center for Golden State ends up being like Eric Paschal, they are going to Vooch is going to beat the tar out of this team. It'll be really they'll have to change everything. It'll be a real problem. So I don't think that I have to change anything for Golden State right now. They don't really make many major changes i have all of the starters in at the minutes that i want kelly Ubre at 33 wiggins at 34 steph at 35 um all of this seems fine you know draymond didn't play the last game but i do have him in for right now just with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Playing his normal run. I'll actually give take one minute off of him and give another one to Pascal, but this is going to go to Pascal and... Uh, if Draymond is out, but not anything that we could really deal with right now. Rates are set, which means, surprise, surprise, I will be light on Steph Curry. Um, Oubre and then Wiggins on FanDuel are both fine. Wiggins and Oubre a little bit better on DraftKings, where Wiggins is only 6K. That's really a pretty nice price tag for him. Uh, Draymond Green, if he plays, is okay on DraftKings at 6,600 pretty not awesome at 7600 on FanDuel. But this is just not going to be another spot where I'm all that interested in anything coming out of Golden State. On to the Clippers now. We're moving through this on a Friday pretty pretty quickly. Uh tune into the strategy show later today. That'll be myself and Greg Ehrenberg breaking down this nine gamer. Can't get away from me and Greg. We'll be able to chat a little bit about what this slate looked like last night. Break down the nine games, and then I'm done. I have nothing else for the rest of the day. No live before lock. Yay, me. I need a break. This Wednesday, Thursday grind is tough because uh, I do everything, but I love doing it. It's so much fun, but I definitely need to hit the brakes a little bit. So I will uh, no live before lock today. Weird. All right, so for the Clippers... I assume this is just going to look gross. 
Q tag on Paul George, Q tag on Kawhi Leonard, Q tag on Nicola Batum, Q tag on Luke Kennard. I mean, what am I supposed to do with that? All right, so I have to project everybody in. The Clippers are useless today. Uh, there's no real way. And it's the late night hammer. <laughs> oh, man. 133 viewers, 90 likes. You guys are the best. Uh, this is brutal. This is per- this is truly brutal. So I'm gonna I'm gonna project out these minutes in a pretty generic manner for the Clippers. They got what 35, 70, 120 minutes. 120 potential minutes are in flux right now with three and a half starters. So. I am not going to overthink this right now. It's not worth the time. We'll give 23 minutes to Pat Beverly. We'll give 25 minutes to Lou Williams. Zubach can play 19 minutes. Serge Ibaka can play 24 minutes. Marcus Morris can play 25 minutes. Batum can play 30. Kawhi can play 34. Paul George can play 32. Uh, Luke Kennard can play 16. Luke Kennard can play 12. Reggie Jackson can play 16. I'm going to pull every single usage rate here. Make Kawhi's stick at 30 and a half. Make Paul George stick at 29. Make Lou Will stick at 26 and call it a day. I'm not digging into this team. It's We have so much news to wait on and so much variability. This can go in any direction. If these guys are playing, they're probably not even all that good of plays against Utah coming back. So I don't really think that I'll be worried about the Clippers all that much if everybody ends up in. As we lose guys, they'll create some value. That's why you listen to the tip-off show, Deeper Dive, Live Before Lock. Or if I assume there's a late Live Before Lock tonight, if that's the case, watch that as well. Because it's really just, it's really impossible to project out the Clippers with this many Q tags. So just got to keep it going. Not much else I could really do here. Alrighty, uh, so we'll put the Clippers to bed. We'll move on to Memphis now. Memphis taking on the Pistons. I feel like they've got some people that are coming back too. Yeah, Q tag on Brooks. Melton questionable. Desmond Bain is back. So let's try to figure this out, I guess. This should be fun. I'm going to, I don't, this is another team that's just all over the map. Truly, truly all over the map. So, John Morant, um, guys in that we know are going to be playing 30-plus minutes. John Morant is going to play 34 minutes. Jonas Valanciunas is going to play like 29 minutes. I think both of those things are just sort of set in stone. I think Tillman... Is Tillman playing straight backup still? When was the last Memphis game? Last Memphis game was on the 17th. Was Tillman the straight backup to Joval? Where are you hiding, Memphis? God, blind. All right, Joval comes off. 
Tillman comes on. Joval comes off. Tillman comes on. Joval comes off. Tillman comes on. All right, straight back up. That makes things a lot easier. So Tillman can just take those 19 minutes. That's pretty simple to deal with. Uh, so then Dylan Brooks is just going to play 30 minutes. I'm just going to lock that in right now just to make math easier. Brandon Clark played 24 minutes. I don't see any situation where he's playing less than that, so let's lock those in. That's where we stand right now. Tyus Jones is going to be the backup point. No real way around that. Let's give him those 14 minutes. This is where everything gets a little murky. So Desmond Bain has, well, we got to get Kyle Anderson in. Kyle Anderson, even when people were healthy, was playing, all right, who's out here? Joval, Grayson Allen. I don't even remember Joval missing time. Kyle Anderson here with Melton out. Kyle Anderson's minutes are everywhere. All right, let's give him 24 and four. We'll give him 28 minutes right now. Desmond Bain, though, when he was healthy at the beginning of uh, February, was averaging 24 minutes a game. I'm going to assume he comes straight back into those minutes, so I'm going to give him 24. Grayson Allen, at the time that Bain was playing those minutes, was basically out. But when he came back, he also averaged 24 minutes. I think I'm just going to assume that DeAnthony Melton stays out for how long he's been out. Uh, I know that he's close to coming back, but I don't think it's going to really get me anywhere to push that. So if I give Grayson Allen 24 minutes, that will allow me to give 14 to the final person, which is either going to be Sean McDermott or John Conchar. And in this case, it feels like it should be Sean McDermott. Does Sean McDermott play? Makes sense. Shooting guard. Close enough. 14 minutes to Sean McDermott, and we're right as rain. So let's update Memphis rates. Oh, Steven, that's a good point. Yeah, I forgot. Bain was out for uh, personal reasons. I don't even think we've seen what those reasons were. I know it wasn't COVID either. It, he was just like out for like life stuff. So in the grand scheme, I mean, his conditioning might be gone, but he's not really working his way back from any uh, real injury or anything like that. That's a good point. Thanks for pointing that out. Appreciate the help, man. Look, there's a lot of information in the NBA. Sometimes stuff slips through the cracks. So I really appreciate you helping me out there. All right, let's take DeAnthony Melton off. And then let's take... I'll take John Conchar off because I'm not giving him minutes. And then we'll take Tim Frazier and that'll be it. Yeah, I imagine I'm not going to be liking Memphis all that much here, but let's find out. So John Morant... Gets a nice, crisp 27% usage rate. Assist rate is fine. Joval, 24% usage rate. Sorry, 23.6. I'm just going to lock it at 23. Everybody else is just going to fall into place, I think. 19 on Brandon Clark. Desmond Bain, 17.5. Dylan Brooks, 26. Grayson, yeah, this is just, this is falling fully into place as expected. Kyle Anderson, 18. Does assist rate up? Nope. Tillman, 14. Not really much to look at here. Memphis looks terrible, I think. 
Yeah, John Morant for 7,100 and 7,400 on FanDuel and DraftKings. That's the place you want to have your eye. Joe Val is a bit overpriced on FanDuel at 7,700. 7,100 for Joe Val on DraftKings looks a little bit better. You're not really playing anybody else from Memphis, barring news. All right, on to the next one. We're done with Memphis. We're on the bottom half of the list now to Milwaukee on the back-to-back a little bit of a different setup here. Instead of getting embarrassed by Toronto, they should be able to stomp out Oklahoma City. I assume nothing is different with their rotation tonight. That would be correct. So I don't really have anything to change for Milwaukee. I'm expecting the exact same thing other than potentially reduced minutes. But I think that's okay. Corey Craig played a bit less than I was expecting. Thanasis ended up playing a little bit more than I was expecting. So I'm going to take two minutes here. I'm going to give Pat Connaughton an additional minute. And unfortunately, I'm going to give Bryn Forbes an additional minute. Um, Probably take a minute from DiVincenzo and feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I think that looks pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Wow, Brook Lopez only played 20 minutes last night. His minutes have been ultra, ultra weird. I don't even remember Bobby Portis being on the floor last night. All right, let's see what we got from Milwaukee. Cool, 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 cool. Smash City on Giannis. Smash City on Chris Middleton. Jamming those guys both in again. And I expect Giannis to be at the tops of the heap. And I'm totally fine with that. Look, Giannis is a one... Look, if you think Giannis is playing 36 minutes, he's a 1.6 fantasy point per minute guy. That's a 60 fantasy point projection for today. Against Oklahoma City. Hard to not like it. Monster favorites, but... I'll take my chances. Moving it on from Milwaukee. Final message there from Milwaukee. Play a lot of Giannis. Play a lot of Middleton. Don't don't overreact to last night. 139 viewers, 108 likes. I don't even have to ask anymore. You guys got to that 100 mark. You guys are the absolute best. On to Minnesota. Nope, you don't have to make that model. That will never happen. I'm quite confident of it. D'Angelo Russell out, Jarrett Culver out. Nothing else to really worry about here. I wonder if Nas Reed's going to go for 600 fantasy points in 17 minutes again. Probably not. Um, so, wow. So Malik, did that go to OT? Yes. I going to say Malik Beasley didn't start. Still played like a ton of minutes. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't really have anything I need to change here. These guys are kind of set in stone. Maybe bump Rubio up a minute? Maybe? Even then, probably not. Jaden McDaniel played 37 minutes. He got the start. Even if he closed in OT, that's 32. Well, that's probably the spot that I need to bump up. I just need to know who to take them from. Not Vanderbilt. Who am I taking those minutes from? Culver, Lehman? Do I have minutes going to somebody that I... Jalen Noel? Yeah, Jalen Noel. Bang. All right, that looks a little bit better. All right, so for Minnesota, 
Towns looking okay at 9,300 on FanDuel, 9,200 on DraftKings. Uh, Malik Beasley for 6,900 on DK stands out. Anthony Edwards, 6,300 and 6K on my radar once again. Rubio more playable at 5,300 on FanDuel than he is at 6,200 on DraftKings. So you can pretty much ignore Ricky Rubio on DK. But Minnesota, pretty easy. On to the Pels now. New Orleans Pelicans, Stephen Adams, doubtful. Is that the legitimate designation for him? Last night on the injury report, New Orleans Pelicans, Stephen Adams, doubtful. Got it. Sounds good. So that's pretty important. We're going to take Steven Adams out of there and project out a very, very interesting rotation for the Pels. Taking on Phoenix, so they're going to need like a legit center, so it's going to probably be Willie Hernan Gomez for big-time minutes. So let's, uh, let's think this through. Pull Zion's minutes as well. So, have to assume that Willie Hernan Gomez plays a pretty solid chunk. He played 29 minutes in the last game with Adams only playing about 10. So, I'm just going to give Willie Hernan Gomez 29 minutes. At which point, I think that Jackson Hayes plays at least a rotation and a half. So, let's call it 15 maybe. And then I'll give 4 and 30 to Zion. That makes things look a little cleaner. Redick finally got a little bit of a boost. Um, Ingram fine. Everything else looks pretty fine. Redick could probably use an extra minute. Nikhil Alexander-Walker is just fully out of the rotation now. So let's take his minutes away. Lonzo, I think I can give another minute to... Kira Lewis at 16 seems fine. We'll get JJ up to 16. Josh Hart, I think, needs to go up to 30. And then I'll leave Nikhil Alexander-Walker actually as spillover. So we need to find new rates for the Pels when Steven Adams is off the floor, which not something I've clicked on all that often, so I have no idea what this is going to look like. Even Adams off. Strip these rates too. Anybody else that I need to take off? I mean, I guess Nikhil Alexander-Walker. All right, most of that looks fine then. So, Brandon Ingram, no Steven Adams on the floor. 26% usage rate, pretty much the same as normal. Willie Hernan Gomez today in 144 minutes. No, Steven Adams, 17.4% usage. That's pretty much his standard. Willie Hernan Gomez is basically just playing his normal rates. Major offensive rebound rate, though. No surprises there. Zion, 31.2% usage rate with no Steven Adams. That makes a ton of sense to me. 
Uh, the spacing should be significantly better when Willie Hernan Gomez is on the floor in comparison to Adams. I think that Zion and Steven Adams, <clears throat> excuse me, is a really terrible fit offensively. Willie Hernan Gomez should open that up. So that makes sense to see Zion's usage rate climb and to see what I would imagine to be better shooting rates. I would, he's just going to have more space to work. Defense is going to be worse for sure, but uh, that should benefit Zion quite a bit. 1.59 FanDuel points per minute for Zion when Steven Adams has been off the floor. Uh, Don't really have to make any other changes to his other rates. So we can go back and hit on Eric Bledsoe at 18%. So we'll go 19.5. Josh Hart, 12.5. We'll go 13. Lonzo Ball, 23 and a half. That's interesting. We'll go 21 and a half. Assist rate doesn't really matter all that much. We'll give him a slight bump. Brandon Ingram and Eric Bledsoe are both fine there. That all looks pretty good. Let's see what it looks like. Let's see how uh, Pels actually hash out. Willie Hernan Gomez, 4,400 on FanDuel, looking pretty good. One of the better value plays, 3,900 on DraftKings. He's going to be heavy, heavy chalk today. Zion, 8,700 and 8,400, second best play. Not grading out as well as I was fully expecting, but still pretty good. Only at 1.25 fantasy points per minute for my projection here. Uh, Taking on Phoenix, that's a slower game. They're going to be losing possession, so I don't want to overreact too much. I assume... Zion just has some unsustainable shooting propping this up. True shooting for Zion when Adams off the floor, 72.2%. So that's something I really like paying attention to. Zion is shooting 68% from the field. And well, that's pretty much all he does. His true shooting is like 72%. That is a, a, a too high of a number. So the when you look at his just fantasy point per minute rate of 1.59, that's being propped up by unsustainable shooting rates. So I wanted to uh, bump him down a little bit. A little bit of Ingram, a little bit of ball, but Willie Hernan Gomez is the star here, and I don't think that will be all that surprising to anyone that has been paying attention. On to Oklahoma City now. Former Steven Adams spot. So for Steven Adams, or for Oklahoma City, still no George Hill, Horford back This should actually be pretty easy to project. Oklahoma City, not all that tricky now that most of these guys are making their return. So we're going to have Shea at 33 minutes. We're going to have Horford at 30. Yeah, 30. Actually, we'll have Horford at 29. I don't want to overreact too much. I don't want him to show up in an aggressive manner. Uh, Mike Muscala. Is just probably going to play like 19 minutes as the backup center, which will allow Darius Baisley to play, call it 31 minutes here. That gives 17 to Isaiah Roby. Backup point guard minutes will go straight to Teo Maladon, and then technically speaking, he's going to play quite a bit more, so let's give him another 15. Amadou Diallo's minutes are finally back down to normal places, so we'll give him 21. Lou Dort is going to play probably 30 minutes. That leaves me 30 minutes to allocate to Kenrich Williams, Justin Jackson. I would go... Who gets more? Kenrich Williams probably gets more. So we'll go 18 here. 
move four adorth minutes out of here so I can get to 22. And then eight minutes for Justin Jackson. Bang. Oklahoma City coming together pretty quickly. Team's not very good. Anxious to see who gets traded here. A quick question for everybody that's here right now. Is there anything that you guys would like me to do more during this show? Any changes you would like to see made now that we've been doing this for about two weeks? I always want to try to make this show as good as I possibly can for you guys. So if there's something that I'm missing on, please let me know. Take George Hill and Pogoshevsky off. King Sanders, good morning to you as well. Darius Miller off. Josh Hall off. That should cover me, right? Yep. So Horford usage rate in this scenario, 23%. Not going there because I think that's being propped up a bit. We'll go to 20 and a half. Baisley to 20. We'll go to 19. SGA. 27.8. Diallo, 20. Isaiah Roby, 17.4. Kenrich Williams, 12.3. Keeping most of these guys at their normal rates. Dort at 19.5. Mike Mascala at 19. Teo Maladon, 16.5. What's the main thing that goes into my projections? Everything. It's regressed player rates over the past few years pace point totals everything you could think of all right let's check out oklahoma city thunder sga 8300 and 8200 he would be the guy that looks best horford and Baisley not looking all that good and for the first time in what forever we could largely ignore the oklahoma city thunder which makes me feel pretty good i don't really want to get much here outside of sga especially against milwaukee watch out for the blowout run though Let's sneak up on you orlando magic another team that i don't really enjoy projecting but good god could they look good today if things break all right no gordon no cole anthony no this is actually going to be mildly easy everybody's back except for the guys that are long term out so let's just gut this let's hope that terrence ross doesn't do it again and let's project this out we're at 7 30 a couple more teams so should be able to get out of here by like 7 45 all right, so lead ball handler is just going to be Michael Carter-Williams. Like, that just has to be the case. So 30 for Michael Carter-Williams, 35 for Vooch. Mo Bamba is just sort of like a part of the rotation now. So I'm going to give Mo Bamba the backup center run with Kim Birch getting added in later. Yeah, Sotex, uh, it is not feasible to do a show to build this model. It would take 20 shows to explain how to build this sheet. That, that one's just never going to happen. I have no interest in putting in that kind of time. Fresh Toast, this is a new show. Started last week. So who backup point guard is basically going to be Evan Fournier. Fournier played 31 minutes. I'm going to give him those same 31 uh, Terrence Ross is just going to play what I would imagine to be his normal 29 minutes. 
which can give me we'll go eight we'll go twenty onto Dwayne Bacon to start. Oh, happy that I can help you out when the baby wakes up, man. All right, so the rest of these guys are just going to be like unimportant. Is that what I'm understanding here? Ken Birch give 16 minutes. Al Farouk Amino being back is going to play like 12 minutes. Oh, Chase and Randall is there now. So that's actually where the backup point guard minutes go. Let's give him those backup point guard minutes. 31 minutes go to Fournier at the two. And the three. So there we go. Now we're off. Now we're a little bit better. So it's Chuma Okiki and who? Who am I missing that I haven't given minutes to? Oh, Gary Clark and James Ennis. Good God. I'm way too thin here. All right. So James Ennis played. He did not play. James Ennis generally playing about 20 minutes previously. Am I going to do a crunch at the end of the stream? No, I am not. Gary Clark can play 16. Is that just right? Man, this team's ridiculous. But I got to get Chima Okiki back in here. Who's going to leave the rotation? It's probably Mo Bamba, isn't it? Or is it Ken Birch? Does Ken Birch leave the rotation? No, he can't. He played more than anybody else. It's either Bamba that leaves the rotation, which wouldn't make sense this season. Aminu, they probably want to play so they can potentially flip. I mean, really, it's... I don't know who leaves this rotation now. I am going to take Kim Birch off the floor. And give those minutes to Chumo Kiki. Done. So let's try to figure out what kind of rates are on this Orlando team, which might not even matter if uh, Draymond Green ends up getting ruled out. So we'll take off Cole Anthony. We'll take off Aaron Gordon. We'll take off Markel Fultz. I don't think that Randall is going to leave the rotation. I mean, maybe he does and they go to secondary ball creation or secondary ball handling, but I think they're bringing him in to be the actual backup point guard. That's why they signed him. They don't, they only have one point guard on the roster. Regarding Cruncher, notice he did one yesterday using 500 lines. Is that a normal thing or would you change it for larger sites? I usually run about 2,000. So that's usually my goal. Um, all right. We'll take Jordan Bone off because I know he's not playing. It's probably just going to have to be the case. So, Fournier, 24 minutes or 24% usage seems fine. James Ennis at 16, 15 and a half seems fine. Michael Carter Williams, 22 and a half. Increased assist rate. I think that's fine. Vooch, 30% usage rate. Fine. Terrence Ross, 31% usage rate. Okay. That's fine. Not really much else to like here for the Orlando Magic, which is basically zero surprise. 
You're playing Vooch and you're playing Michael Carter Williams. Michael Carter Williams for 4,500 on FanDuel might be the one of the best value plays on the slate. We're talking about a guy that, well, I might have to make an adjustment here. Is his assist? So we're talking about he. How bad was he shooting? I'm gonna cut that usage rate down a little bit, but I think Michael Carter Williams looks really good today. He's gonna be pretty highly ranked for me if he is the starting point guard at 30 minutes a game. I like it a lot. Eight and a half percent assist rate. I am feeling a little bit wrong with. But even if I just leave him his normal rate, yeah, that, that's probably a little bit better. Michael Carter Williams is a really nice value play. Bingo. All right, Orlando done. How many teams do we have left? Four to go. We're back to Philly now. Philadelphia 76ers. I'm going to go ahead and assume that Ben Simmons is over his tummy ache. Shake Milton doubtful. So let's just go right back to normal playing time. And uh, let's go ahead and hope that we don't have to play Tyrese Maxey. 167 viewers, 146 likes. I don't even have to really ask. You guys are just doing it. You guys are the best. All right. Joel Embiid. Center minutes. This one's easy. What's my wife texting me about? New American Airlines flight from Wilmington. Where is it going? Must be going to Boston. It is going to Boston. That's exciting. That is very exciting. All right. 33 minutes for Joel Embiid. 15 for Dwight Howard. Done. Uh, nominal point guard Seth Curry can play 33. Um... I will continue to give Tyrese Maxey the 12 minutes that he apparently plays every single day in full nonsense fashion. At which point now I'll give Ben Simmons three minutes and 31 minutes to get him to 34. Tobias Harris going straight to 36 minutes, just playing a ton. Uh, which gives me 12 minutes from Mike Scott. Eibel basically playing 20 minutes a night, so we'll give him 20 minutes. Danny Green just plays 28, which leaves 17 for Korkmaz. Done. Super simple to project the Sixers. They don't mess around, except for on days where I think Tyrese Maxey might play, and then he doesn't. Taking on Chicago, great spot for Philly. Really, really nice spot for Philly. Everybody healthy outside of Shake. That's a good, real nice. All right, let's get some of these guys off. Dakota Mathias, goodbye. Isaiah Joe, goodbye. Tony Bradley, goodbye. All right, what do we got? Ben Simmons, normal rates. 20.8. 11. 9. Danny Green. 12.5% usage rate. Make it 13. Dwight Howard, 18. Good enough. Korkmaz, 16. Good enough. Joel Embiid, 33.8. Probably want to bring that down. You doing anything else? Nope, nope, nope. Good. 
Thibel can basically be spillover. Seth Curry, 17.3. Toby, 21 and a half. We'll go 23. Maxi can stay at his normal rate. Actually, Maxi at 20. Where do we stand on Philly today against Chicago? Joel Embiid, 10-3 and 10-7. Looks good. Going to be hard to get him before you get to Jokic. Ben Simmons is okay. Seth Curry on FanDuel at 4K, I'd like to go straight back to. I think that's uh, an underpricing on Curry. Went crazy in the last one as a value play. Tobias Harris looks fine. I'm fine with it. 168 viewers, 162 likes. Can we get the likes above the concurrent viewers? I've never seen that happen before. All right, on to Phoenix. As far as I know, there's no news on the Suns. This is just clean. Yeah, they are fully clean. So this rotation should just look pretty close to whatever we had last time. Did anybody... All right, Cam Johnson's minutes are getting uh, really sliced up here now. Kind of crazy to think about. So I'm going to take two of those minutes and give them to Jay Crowder. But everything else should just be okay. Um, Dario Saric playing a little bit less than I was expecting. So we'll give one more minute to Bridges, but these rates are all going to be correct. I have no changes to make for Phoenix, which means you're not even really playing Phoenix. I don't think that Devin Booker looks good. I don't think DeAndre Ayton looks good. It's a Phoenix Pelicans game. You would think it would be a little bit better just because of the defensive matchup being improved, but I really wouldn't prioritize anything from Phoenix tonight. Not right now, at least. On to Toronto. So we didn't have Kyle Lowry last night, and he's out again today. He's just flat out. That's that's legit. That'll work. So even better, we don't even have to really make any changes. We just have to fix anything that happened rotationally yesterday, which was way more minutes for DeAndre Bembry than we originally anticipated. Man, that is nuts. 